time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Playing Clinic for January 13th. Holidays today. It's International Skeptics Day. Yeah, right. It's uh, Make Your Dreams Come True Day and National Rubber Ducky Day. So, uh, uh, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. Uh, birthdays today, former WWE uh, wrestler Mason Ryan. You may not remember Mason Ryan. Uh, he, uh, he was uh, back in 2009, something like that. 2010, uh, Mason Ryan, um, he, uh, he's 42 today. He, uh, at TNA's and uh, new Japan pro wrestling's, uh, bullet club member, Yujiro Takahashi is 43. Shad Gaspard would have been 43 today. Um, but he passed away, unfortunately. Uh, and a friend of the show and t-shirt salesman, Super Beast, and uh, the ref, uh, Rob Steiner, I believe, uh, birthdays are today as well. I'm not going to give you away their ages, but they are their birthdays are today. Uh, Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire at Culver. Interested in roller derby, you want to be a skater, officiate, uh, help out in any way. Roxy Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Roxy Roller Derby. If you're into the men's team, it's Flower City Fear. F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. Just getting started for the season. It's a good time to join. Come on, join us if you're interested. Fun if you want to be a skater, you want to be anything. Come on, help us out. We always need some help. And I appreciate it. Uh, welcome to the show today. I'm your humble host, The Cashman. I'm joined by DC Dan Cole. How are you doing, DC? Doing just fine. Good morning, Cash. Nice bright day out there in North Carolina, huh? But yeah, we saved it all for today because we certainly didn't get any this week. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I'll tell you, we aren't getting any. Uh, <laughs> we are. I, I've been looking at your uh, upcoming weekend forecast, and I've never been happier to be down here. I would say the same thing too. We are, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be terrible. And, uh, uh, it, uh, it isn't yet. It isn't yet. But, uh, and by the way, uh, Rob and danger, I am resending the intro. I'm resending the link. So just in case you didn't get it, I know it was late. My dog wanted to go out the last minute before the show started. So I ran back and, and, and send it, but, uh, hopefully we'll see those two guys soon. But, uh, I'm, uh, DC, uh, is down in North Carolina, it's probably going to be, you know, not uh, two twelve to twenty four inches of snow like we're going to get in Buffalo this weekend, and we're only going to get like three to six here in Rochester. So I'm not going to complain, but uh, it could uh, affect. It'll be uh, a dicey, dicey uh, ride for anybody going to see the Bills. Yeah, and, and they may. I heard they may move it uh, because they're worried it uh, could be dangerous for people. If they're not moving the Kansas City game, where people are 
going to be subject to frostbite. Yeah, 37 degrees I don't below. Think, I don't think they're moving the Bills game. I, well, I we will see. They're worried more about uh, just yeah, the 12 to 24 inches that are going to happen tonight and during the game. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to make it interesting, you know. Weather is always the uh, you know always a factor in the game, especially when you you have two teams that play up here in the north playing each other. It could be like just you know terrible. I mean, I, we've seen those snow games before in Buffalo. They're terrible. No one wants. To. I've been to one. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I've been to a, a rainy snow game last year. That Jets game was terrible, but um, yeah. So it is definitely. Uh, uh, so I'm just hey, we're starting with the weather on the show. We are here to talk professional wrestling, of course. I'm giving I'm stalling because I just resent the uh, links for everybody else to come back in because. I sent them out so late, but uh, we could jump right into it. We are going to talk about a few things today. I'll give you a hint with some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, TNA Hard to Kill is this weekend. We get the rebranding of Impact Wrestling officially into TNA. Who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us with a six-sided ring. Who knows? I'm not sure. Um, last night on SmackDown, we had another stopped match due to injury in the middle of the match. We'll talk about that. And there, actually, another one happened uh, on a house show or on a uh Live a premium live event or live event with NXT last night as well. We'll talk about that. Sting retirement match looks like uh, we'll get an idea who it's going to be and the hook signal. Um, uh, Send for hook. Yeah, apparently, is he hooked the new Batman? I don't know. I <clears throat> if you're watching AEW Dynamite. You got to see the hook signal because uh, Samoa Joe had to look up and it was on the ceiling. Uh, I. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I don't, but at least one thing uh, good about AEW. And, and Rob, I did resend that, so I know you're in there. It's just, hopefully you'll get it uh, uh, and join us. I would appreciate that. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, we'll, we, we will. Well, let's jump right into something that happened last night, and we'll before we get to AEW, uh, my complaints about them. No, 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 because and it's not only complaints, it's also positive things as well. Festivus but, is over. You missed your chance for airing a grievance. Yeah, I know, and then, you know, the, the, the poll and whatnot, you know. But uh, uh, so um, last night on SmackDown, if you were watching, uh, uh, this is the second time in a week this has happened in WWE, on WWE uh, live shows. And uh, it was uh, it was in the middle of a match uh, la- on um, last night. It was uh, let me see. I gotta find my news piece. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo, and yeah, Carmelo Hayes. In Aust- Austin Theory. In Austin Theory, and uh, in the middle of their match, <laughs> they uh, their heads collided when they were doing a modified Spanish fly off the top rope. Uh, their heads collided on the way uh, as they were going, and then on the way down, and then. I say uh, it looks like. Theory landed like square on the top of his head. Yeah, it, theory uh, wasn't moving from much at uh, when they they called. They immediately called it. It was there was no, it was there was no uh, time. I mean, for the fans to really because it in real motion, yeah, it looked okay. But you know, when you saw really what happened, uh, yeah, uh, the match was stopped. Not, not really sure. You know, I don't care whose fault it was. It happened still. The heads collided off the. They were coming off the top corner in the Spanish fly. So it was, um, it was terrible. And, and they called the match immediately. And it's like, this is now they had one on raw a week ago. And now we have one on SmackDown this week. And uh, I, it's, you know, and it just shows you it's a dangerous sport. They really should throw that disclaimer up again in the beginning of the show saying, don't do this at home, you know, because this, you know, we've seen now twice where and I, and I can't remember before then the last time a match had, you know, got stopped in the ring. 
Um, you know, I mean, it's really high pressure time for these guys to perform and they're, and they're doing their best, but man, just, you know, one little slip and boom. And I really hope, uh, and Carmelo, uh, seemed to roll out of it a little bit, you know, and seemed to be, uh, but Austin theory sat there still for a while. And, uh, um, um, the guy who was the commentator, he jumped up in the ring while it was, uh, you know, to see if he was okay. It was, uh, um, it was uh, Grayson Waller. I mean, Grayson Waller stopped talking as a commentator during that part. And uh, it's pretty slow. And they showed a slow-mo replay, which maybe they shouldn't have, because that's really where you saw the two, the two connections of the heads. <clears throat> it's just scary in general. And uh, it's just, you know, I mean, Danny, we haven't seen this in I don't know how many, how long. And then we get two in like a week, you know, it's, you know. This, yeah, one, one, one is rare enough, but to have yeah, two back-to-back weeks, that's just. Yeah. And, and like you said, not, not even mentioning what happened with the NXT match as well yeah and then i'll mention that why not i might as well why not last night nxt was doing a, a live event and um uh just coming back from injury or i don't know if it was injury or if she was just taking some time off but uh cora jade had just come back and she actually and she was wrestling laya valkyrie valkyria sorry for the women's title last night in Dade County, Florida, and she suffered a knee injury in the middle of the match. And this wasn't a televised show. This was just, you know, like a house show. And uh, they immediately threw up the X, and she was uh, helped to the back. And it's like, you know, that's – and then, we, of course, we saw two weeks ago, uh, uh, we saw Charlotte Flair uh, get hurt in the ring and finish it up. You know, but you could definitely – you know, so we're seeing a lot of crazy injuries going on, you know, and – I mean, it's even more surprising when it's on live TV because, you know, those live TVs are, are timed out to the tenth of a second. And it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I was, I, you know, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, after it happened, okay, so what do we have to do? We have a longer match in the end because they end up, we're going to have like three-way match and, uh, or I mean, three-on-three three tag. And, of course, Randy Orton got jumped uh, coming into, uh, jumped coming down for the match. And so, because they could only get, Two members of the bloodline. Nobody else wanted to help him because Paul Heyman spent the whole night recruiting people and couldn't find anybody. But uh, um, last night, uh, uh, yeah, that that's scary. That's scary, and it just makes me worry that uh, you know maybe it's not like they're not safe. I mean, it just mistakes happen. You know it. it, it and we are now joined by Rob Sanderson, the artiste. Rob Sanderson. Uh, Probably we'll hear him at first before the video kicks in because that's always just a little bit delayed there. How are you doing this morning, Rob? Uh, good morning. Yeah, no, um, this has been – this is a Saturday tradition now. Although <laughs> uh, I believe that was when the link came through, um, which then two links came through. Mm. Uh, I clicked on it at like 10.03 at that point, and now I've just been sitting in the waiting room. I don't know when it notified, but – I felt like I was in timeout. Like I was in trouble. <laughs> no, um, no, Rob. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. you, you were not. No, and don't be calling the hook signal on us, okay, buddy? Uh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that was something. Uh, we were just talking about the injuries. I know you're in the chat. You probably may have heard that we were talking about the, the recent, the last night, the match stopped on SmackDown. And then uh, we had Cora Jade getting hurt on NXT house show last night as well. And then, of course, the week before we had a match stopped. And then uh, that was uh, between um, uh, what was uh, it was the guy from uh, uh, Vinci it was, Kaiser. It was, it was oh, was it no? Was it Vinci? Yeah, Kaiser. Yeah, yeah. What's it? 
I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, no, it was it was Giovanni Vinci. It was Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, and uh, and then of course Charlotte <laughs> Flair two weeks ago blowing her knee out on TV, or three weeks ago now, or more than that. But uh, you know, just we were talking about all these rash injuries that happen are happening on live TV, man, and that's crazy because we don't really see that much. It's not like it happens often, and we get two in like a week. Um, it's, you know, uh, just, just absolutely crazy. And it's, you know, is there any explanation behind it? You have any thoughts on that, uh, Rob? Excuse me. It always just seems to come in waves. I don't know. I feel like that's just like the wrestling business. Like AEW got hit with a ton last year all in a row. And, um, I don't know why that is, or it'll happen to like a hockey team or something too. So, um, I did not see last night's. Okay. Yeah. um, They collided heads during a Spanish fly off the top corner. <clears throat> and uh, and the heads hit not only when they went, but also when they landed on the ground too. So, and then they immediately called it, and it was like, and, and you know, um, Austin Theory wasn't moving, and uh, Carmelo Anthony was like uh, ro- ro- rolling around in pain. We will say that's what it looked like to me, at least. So it was it was pretty pretty drastic last night, but they knew immediately. I mean, I, they've got great eyes there because you got to call that immediately. I mean, when two guys are laying there, you know, head to head on the ground and no one's doing anything, it's like, yeah, <clears throat> something went wrong. And it, But it's scary because it's happened a bit. And Cora Jade last night blew, maybe may have blew her knee out in the middle of a match for uh, a live event for NXT in, uh, in Dade County, Florida. So, Well, in the uh, words of the great Gordy Boggs, a.k.a. David Arquette and Ready to Rumble, yeah. wrestling's not fake. <laughs> yeah. So I say maybe they'll throw up that uh, – that disclaimer, don't try this at home or something again, you know, because, and it's just happened a lot recently. So it's, you know, I wonder, but I mean, I've never seen it like this close together on like national TV live and two people getting hurt. So, uh, but it was pretty scary last night. I hope they're okay. I've not really heard much. I know they both got help to the back. Um, probably concussed, I'm guessing. Cause uh, yeah, I look, apparently Austin theory looked like he landed on top of his head as he was coming down. So was not yeah not a pretty sight, but it was a great match up until that point. They were doing they were just make, doing crazy moves left and right, and unfortunately, it looked like they didn't get set on the top corner before they did it. They just ran up there and did it, and that's where it kind of happened. So <clears throat> sometimes it's good to you know stop there for a minute. I'm going to, have to go back and watch it again, but hopefully they're okay. And it's just be you got to be careful out there. Uh, I mean, even the guys who are you know making you know six figures can get hurt. So, you know, I mean, and, 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 and it looks pretty scary when you're watching it on national TV. So, and, you know, I mean, like, they didn't make, finish the match last week. Uh, Vinci didn't finish the match. But uh, we know Charlotte Flair blew her knee out and finished the match, you know. So there's – not sure. I know that they threw up the X with Cora Jade last night, and she got help to the back. So hopefully everyone's okay. But it just, it just seems like it's been a rash lately of things going crazy. So now let's talk a little bit about AEW Dynamite this week. What about the hook signal? Uh, you know, I know that I was kind of, I, I think I mentioned last week, I was excited to have Joe come out and talk and, you know, finally see where he's going with this title run. And I loved it how that whole segment was like one person came out, then the next person said, you know, hey, you know, it's I'm, I'm going after you. And then hook, and then the hook signal went off and hook, you know, he looked up and there it was in the clouds. And then Hook came out, uh, and, uh, and apparently they're going to wrestle now on uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. So... Uh, Hook, you know, having one loss in his career in AEW versus Joe Champ. I don't, I can't imagine uh, this will, you know, this is going to be any sort of transition or anything. But what did you think about that segment in general, Rob? Uh, You know, like I I think it's, 
it's an intriguing match. I, I the booking of Hook has been very weird since the beginning um, because of how many times he's just faded away. Um, but he does have the record to support getting a title shot. I think him and Samoa Joe is a very intriguing matchup from a physical side of things. Um, the segment was fine. Um, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that Joe gets to have a decent run with this title, even if it's not very long. Um, you know, like it makes sense. He hasn't had a match yet since winning it, but um, and obviously we got that coming up on Wednesday, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't want this to just be like the super transitional champion thing. I thought that um, when Swerve first came out, it's like, okay, they're going to do, you know, I mean, we Swerve is going to be a champ someday. We know that. And so Swerve comes out and confronts Joe. Adam uh, uh, Page comes out and confronts Joe. And that's, then we go to Hook. So there's some really good contenders right there in a row. They probably could put on some great matches with Joe. Um I wonder if this means that we'll be headed for a triple threat at Revolution. Um, I mean, the thing is, when when AEW sets up these title matches and stuff, normally they don't do them too far in advance. Uh, There's still almost two months until Revolution. And, um, I mean, there's no pay-per-view until then, which is, this is like a weird long break right now. Um, and I wonder if we're going to have another one of those between revolution and double or nothing, um, after we just went through like monthly pay-per-views for half a year. But, um, I mean, that would be a really good triple threat match. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm, it might get a better picture of that after whatever hangman does tonight. I, I think swerves, I think as of right now, swerve is winning that title at revolution, um, and if so, I don't really want to see him win in a triple threat unless he unless he pins Joe. I think it kind of devalues it a little bit if he doesn't pin the champ for that. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be all of those are really intriguing matchups for sure. And it's just nice to see, like, how long was Joe in AEW before? Like, for a while, it was just like, are they ever going to do anything with him? He's just kind of there. Um, and to see him now as world champion, uh, for the first time in so long is, is nice. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, can you consider what he did in ring of honor? You know, I mean, he was the, uh, was it the television champion in the ring of honor? Yeah. 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 Uh, no. Um, and I guess that's just like, I mean, yeah, he got to do some stuff with that on AEW TV, but, um, I think part of the reason why that barely counts in my mind at this point is the fact that he just threw that title down and was like, I'm done with this. Okay. So it must've not have been that big of a deal in the first place. Um, I understand not having him lose. So it kind of is what it is, but I just didn't need him to win that title in the first place. Yeah. I, so. you know, I mean, maybe the ring of honor title. I mean, he, he did hold the ring of honor title when he was in ring of honor, but you know, the first run he had. So, it was, and that was an amazing <clears throat> run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, I don't know the TV title. Yeah. There's a lot of titles in the Ring of Honor now. The pure title, the TV title, the, uh, you know, who could, who can think of some more? There's, I'm sure, you know, as well as the tag and the trios, you know, there's a lot of titles over there. And they don't get a lot of run because they don't have, I mean, they have their show, but they don't have network TV or anything. So who knows? I have a feeling that uh, when AEW does renegotiate their contract with Warner Brothers or whatever, that maybe Ring of Honor might get a, a 
something out of it, you know, maybe a weekly show on one of the streaming services or something, you know, or, I mean, they are right now on their, their honor um, site, but I just don't think for, for most wrestling companies, that's not a great situation to be on your own. Cause you've got to be a big fan to shell out the money for like just that essentially yeah. where people will have max for other reasons, whatever. Um, that being said, I think since like, since Tony bought ROH right now is probably the best ROH TV has been. Um, there's some really good stuff happening there. Um, continually with Athena. I mean, she's been the star of that show for a long time. Um, but the stuff they're doing right now with Dalton castle, um, and like slowly building his feud with Johnny TV and the more and more disheveled that Dalton is on a weekly basis. Um, like this week he was in like a laundry cart, <laughs> last week he walked out to the ring with a sandwich like i saw the sandwich uh, yeah it, it's good. it's it's gold so there's some there's some really good stuff on that show right now that i would say that that's um it's i don't know my second or third favorite wrestling show every week to watch all so, right yeah and so, there's a lot of them yeah so, so we also in dynamite dynamite uh you know yeah you're you're correct about them not having a pay-per-view for two months so they're you know, they are setting up big matches, but they're either going to be on Dynamite or, like, we have a Battle of the Belts this weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which which doesn't matter at all. Never has, never will. Yep. But uh, speaking of, of Joe's kind of uh, championship address, uh, who whose ho-ass Twitter comments do you think he was referring to? That, oh, I popped for that. That was so good. <laughs> good so unexpected. Yeah. There's so many people it could apply to, though. People in AEW, people outside of AEW. Oh, yeah, and we're going to Twitter. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about a Twitter comment coming up in a little bit that uh, kind oh, of boy. yeah, <laughs> that kind of got 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 both people into but most major companies uh, kind of excited a little bit. I think just because it, it was addressed after you know, which I which is you never see happen. So, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, <clears throat> I will tell you, we've got uh, a lot going on this weekend with Hard to Kill tonight there's too much going on this weekend this is insane yeah i could i could watch like 10 different television sets tonight yeah was it there's that there's gcw there's new japan show right uh there's yeah there's collision and battle of the belts which is three hours there's tna hard to kill there's gcw there's new japan battle in the valley uh not to mention all of the nfl playoffs and hockey games and the Amherst outdoor hockey game. Oh, that's right. They're down just, in what? Just insane. They're down in uh, North Carolina, right? They are. They're the, down uh, in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte. They picked up a nice little comeback win at the Bojangles Coliseum last night, um, <laughs> which go. is really tough to watch the Charlotte broadcast and see Bojangles on the screen every two seconds, um, advertising everything and. Oh, sure. I'm still hungry this morning. But. <laughs> I'm thinking after the show today, I'm just going to run around the corner and grab me some. <laughs> We're trapped up here in snow heaven. You did miss Rob. Can I like <clears throat> my location on DoorDash and have yeah. somebody drive it up? It'll be up. But in I don't understand it. You guys have Chick Fil A up there, but Bojangles is way overdue. Oh yeah, I would. I would trade Chick Fil A in a heartbeat for Bojangles. Oh yeah, certainly, certainly, without question. Yeah, uh, Rob, we started the show off. I don't know if you heard. We were talking about the weather going on this weekend here. Uh, weather outside is weather. <laughs> it is, and it uh, it's going <laughs> to. And right now, it's it's a calm before the storm. I can see. I actually see sunlight kind of breaking yeah. through the clouds. I heard you say uh, <laughs> something something 
we might only get three to six inches. And I was just like, that's not, <laughs> that's not only to me. Like that's, it is only compared to what everybody else is getting. So like, we should be happy if that's all we get, but yeah. um, I'm fine with nothing. I'd prefer nothing. Oh, well, I think everybody would. I think the NFL would prefer nothing going on up here this weekend, you know, uh, with yeah. a 12 to 24 expected in, you know, in the Buffalo area. Um, you know, if only we had a, a new stadium coming with a dome on it, that we wouldn't have to hire people, convince shovel. people to take jobs to shovel overnight. Tonight, it, you know? $20 an hour is not a bad price, you know? I mean, Bring well, they got to give them something because you, you can't get you a, a ticket for this one. Well, you probably can at this point. I'm guessing. Just it, to yeah. give, have somebody in the Bill's <laughs> office just go on StubHub and start buying them up from all. I literally, like a friend of mine I, and I were looking <laughs> the other day at like really scalped tickets. And I was just like, I don't know. And like, I haven't really, like, I don't trust the forecast too far in advance, to be honest, like with decisions like that. It was just like, let's hold off. I'm so glad for so many reasons that we did not buy those tickets. A, because I'm sorry, with that forecast, I don't want to go. I don't care if you hand me a free ticket right now. I'm, I don't want to go. Yeah, it's, it, um, younger me, absolutely. Me now, no. Um, and also the fact that like the same tickets are probably mm, 30% of the cost as they were on like Wednesday. Like if I had paid that big scalped amount. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say it's usually like what, $200, $300 a ticket. If Over you, three. Yeah. And it's, yeah, now you can get in for as of last night. I think it was sixty something was the cheapest ones out there. There you go. Tickets at the Chiefs game got down to like forty or forty five bucks. I was gonna say there's I a thirty because of their There's a Sabres yeah. game Monday uh, in the afternoon, and the tickets were down in the thirties. So it was uh, San Jose's coming. So, but you know, it's gonna be like terrible driving there uh, tomorrow. You know, for the game, it's gonna. I be, wonder too. The Sabres are home to. That's a home game today against Vancouver. I think. Yeah. 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 Four o'clock. So I don't I don't know when the weather's gonna really start hitting Buffalo, but that attendance might be interesting as well. Yeah. So. I, well, you know, it, I know I was thinking about Monday, but it's not I was like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a storm coming. I'm not going to Buffalo on Monday. <laughs> as they play my second favorite team on Monday, but uh that team is so ridiculously bad. I heard that yeah. it is painful. <laughs> I should get paid to watch them. Um, so I don't really want to see San Jose at this point. Yeah, I mean, I watched the, the Sabers beat Ottawa the other night. It was a great game. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I think Tage Thompson might have got hurt in it, but I'm not sure. He got hit with a stick, and I know in the face or something, uh, something happened where he got hurt. Yeah, he's a hockey player. He'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, he was okay. He was on the bench, and then he wasn't. Then he was again. So it was like, but yeah, it was. They're playing pretty. They play good against good teams. So that's what you gotta like, you know. But unfortunately, that means San Jose's coming. Who knows what you're gonna get, you know, in Buffalo? But. Uh, yeah. We are here to talk pro wrestling, but we did want to talk about the weather briefly because it is going to be this whole area is going to be shut down. I'm guessing sometime tonight, and then and who knows when we dig out, you know, and what happens. And I mean, I even heard, I did hear rumors that the NFL was thinking about moving the Bills playoff game to Monday, allowing them to get everything shoveled out and everything before the game. So, I, I mean, there were some totally false rumors out there too. Um, yeah, that they were moving it to uh, uh, a warm. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, Cleveland. I, if there's a chance that they are gonna alter the game, I really think they've got to put something out there now. Is it like oh, a yeah. possibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, so too. I think you, we would probably I, hear. I think it's gonna stay as is at this point, with us being just barely over 24 hours away. True, but we'll true. see. 
the NFL is like, this is football, man. This is what happens. You know, I just want to see. I think there's, you know, I don't, I think the weather being bad gives Pittsburgh a better chance to win. You know, I agree. You know, so. I, I, I do agree with that. There was that bad weather game earlier in the year and it's just that team. I mean, luckily the bill, this is not wrestling at all. Luckily the bills <laughs> like run game has improved dramatically since the offensive coordinator change and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and actually letting them run the ball and everything. But, uh, it, that's all you take away gonna, the passing game yeah. of the Bills. All you, with fifty mile per hour winds, that's all you're going to see is runs tomorrow. <laughs> right. You know, so that's that's scary. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that at all. But at least it. I don't, well, no, I'm not going to say that and jinx anything either. Yeah. But, no, okay. Don't jinx anything. But you know. But, we, but you know, nobody likes the Steelers. That's not true. <laughs> but I wish it were true. Seems like every girl I meet in Rochester likes the Steelers. So I don't know. You know, it's like I, <laughs> my ex is a gigantic Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a plenty. That why don't yeah the Steelers are one of the teams that have so many fans in Rochester and I just don't why like because the terrible towel the th- for the seventies growing up with it they were they they had the dynasty the four Super Bowl wins you know I don't know I don't know but nevertheless it seems yeah I agree <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna jinx it let's go back talk talk about wrestling again we'll get back to that let's, yeah <laughs> final final statement on that is go Bills because. The Bills are not America's team. They are North America's team. There you go. <laughs> because every Canadian I know is rooting for them as well. So, you, but they do get a lot of season ticket holders from North America, from uh, Canada. So it does not. It does make sense, you know. Uh, also, I'm going to smile really big if the Eagles get eliminated on Monday. Yes. <laughs> what a downfall! It'll be the I'm best thing ever. Every second of it. That's the best thing going in sports right now. What is it? The last win they got was against the Bills. Okay, I think that was it. And that what? Well, what what was the what was the statistic I saw this week? At as of the Bills and Eagles game, so Eagles were ten and one. Bills were like six and five, and yeah. they both finished the season with the same record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bills didn't lose a game after that, so you know. And the fact greater than Philly fans game. being yeah. shut yeah. up. Yeah, oh, so good. Oh yeah, you know ten and one, and you and you you get the wild card. Good for you guys. Uh, you well, know. now all this stuff this week. Okay, we're not doing a football show, but all the <laughs> stuff on the Eagles this week too. Like they're not in a good spot, like health wise, mentally, anything. The quarterback hurts game. hurts his finger on his throwing hand in the last hasn't game. Practice, like, yeah. He hasn't thrown all week. The last game, AJ, AJ Brown. Out. Yeah, AJ Brown just unfollowing everybody, and huh. oh, he's yeah. he's been ruled out too. He's he's not playing. Oh, man, man, yeah. Fall Eagles fall. <laughs> cry, Eagles cry. Rob, does it have anything to do with you living in Philadelphia for many years? You know? 100%. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, so, the, yeah, whatever. This this is still entertaining talk, but sure. uh, long story very short. I, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm still a Temple fan. I went to school in Philly. I love the city, but I recognize its many quirks or downfalls or rudeness or litter or whatever but um that being said uh no the i started i mean the flyers were always kind of like a big rival as a kid or whatever but my family and i went to the nighthawks at philadelphia wings title game in 95 at the spectrum and the fans were so rude there that from that moment on i was like i hate philly's teams i hate them uh and then i went to school there and i was like oh this is awkward. Um, but, and then like I, the Flyers were tough to hate for a year when they had like Buron and Briere. And then I started like, I did that internship at Comcast Sportsnet. 
where we were working on like flyers and Phillies broadcasts and stuff, whatever. But I'm back to uh, not caring about the pro teams there at all. So, okay, good. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. You were you were wrestling. I will say that a lot of people hate the Buffalo Bills in this area because that's all you get deluged with by in the news and everything for months and months and months and months. Yeah. I love it myself, but I don't care. You know, it's like a lot of those same people though are now like, "Ooh, can't wait for the playoff game on Sunday." It's like, <laughs> wait a minute, where were you? Yeah. What were you saying before, or where were you in the regular season? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I've, <clears throat> I've seen some Bills hate um, from people, but it's a, you know the diehards for other teams. So I could, you know, I understand. I guess you know, sticking with your team, even you're living in this area, you're going to get Bills stuff continuously. You know, 12 months out of the year, it'll be season will be over for a month, and then boom, it'll be like number one news in the sports. So that's the way it goes. You know, when you have because because they depend on Rochester as well as Buffalo and the, the area to keep them in the major leagues we'll say you know you gotta you gotta have that news constantly going about the team because they are it's a 12 month type of deal you know with the uh, football teams back when so i was a, a segue real quick okay uh, it i think you've got to be pretty happy if you are tony khan uh or uh tanahashi is the new japan president now or um scott demore Whatever the fact that the Chiefs and Dolphins game is on Peacock exclusively tonight, um, where I think like, all right, if your team is on Peacock, you're probably figuring it out one way or another. You're watching the game if it's a playoff game, but there's probably a lot of people who would be who would watch that game if they had it on TV that aren't going to shell out money just to watch a game of teams that aren't theirs. So that to me is a benefit for these wrestling companies running tonight uh, that they might not lose their viewership with all the other competition they have to deal with. Tonight. Yeah. I heard that uh, some people were saying this is going to be, is a big test by the NFL to see if, if they will get viewership for it. And the thing is, is, I mean, isn't, doesn't Peacock give you like a week free before you get charged for it or something? You know, people could just sign. Most, most places do give you some kind of free trial. Yeah, so you could just sign up mm -hmm. today if you, if you're only going to watch that game. And besides the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, you know, the cut, you know, I don't think Tony Khan's family can be happy that the Jaguars got eliminated, be losing to t Tennessee this past week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and uh, shout out. Uh, I know I'm late on that, but birthday. shout out to the birthday boy, uh, Super Beast, as we uh, the tighten up uh, thing did work on on Sunday. I was very happy to see that. Uh, yeah, that win, even though it didn't really matter in the end, it was still very nice uh, to. To see that happen. Well, with them losing, them yeah. losing clinched it for the Bills to at least have a wild card. So the Bills didn't really even have to win against Miami when they played them last Sunday night, you know? But, yeah. but they did. And they, but they did. And they wanted the number two seed. They'll give them home stuff at least until they have to play Baltimore. Which is huge. I think it is Which big is time. Huge. Yeah. It's yeah. A lot of money in the pockets for the owners. That's for sure. It definitely makes it nicer for them, you know, get extra home games in the season. So, uh, yeah. They, well, and if, if, if they can get past tomorrow or whenever this weekend's game happens, yeah. that that two seed could be even more, much, much, much more important a week from now. Without yeah. doubt. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah. But not thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it, it, it will be kind of fun to watch Miami play in minus, minus 37 degrees in Kansas City t today, too. So, you know, uh, uh, I, <laughs> I'm tempted to. I don't want to say that out loud. Uh -oh. I'm tempted to bet on the Dolphins pulling it out. 
because it just seems so crazy. Well, Kansas City's been not very good. Uh, yeah, like the second half of the season. I mean, yes, they've won, but and I, you know, the Bills beat them. You know, I mean, I'll give them that. You know, in Kansas City. So you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I want to play the Miami Dolphins again. That's the question. You know, it's like I mean, you know, it's like they're close games, and they're and I and they're just they test your nerves. You know, you'll be sitting there like biting your nails. Well, that could even happen till like it'd have to happen after not this week nor next week. That would have to be like the AFC title game, right? I think so. Yeah. If ever that's like the only possibility, I think so. Good. Then they can yeah. go beat Baltimore. Baltimore crushed them though when they placed. Baltimore's them, so. scary. Yeah. I don't want to think about them right now. Yeah. So there we go. Your NFL breakdown on uh, the pain clinic. Uh, <laughs> but we had to go. The Great Iron Clinic this morning. Yeah, this is this weekend is huge with it. So much stuff going on. Speaking, I mean, I get to take the weekend off. You know, so. That's right. You do. You get to uh, get healthy yes. too, DC. Get healthy. You know, your your man. Uh, your your uh, what's his name. Uh, uh, McCart, what's his name? McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey. He won me a bunch of stuff in fantasy. I got two first places. I made a lot of money. I want to thank everybody for giving me their money. I actually, uh, even, and because he was my MVP in my one league, I got $25 gift card from the NFL Pro Shop and I got a Washington Commanders t shirt and hat. So, uh, which we'll be showing. He didn't now. give that to you for free. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about, uh, I want to talk a little bit about TNA tonight because, uh, that will be happening. It's happening in Vegas tonight. TNA uh, Impact Wrestling, hard to kill the last uh, branded Impact show, turning into TNA after that immediately. And uh, it's what a, what a great show they got on their pre-show and and uh, and their pre-show. This is on pay-per-view, so I think you can get it pretty much anywhere you can get pay-per-view. I don't know. Is I didn't really look where you could. You it's play. on. I know it's on Triller, the old Fight TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a bunch of ways to get it, but yeah, the the first T the first show back is TNA. Yeah. Um, oh, so they are TNAs because I thought yeah, T, the, the TNA era, the new era of TNA starts tonight. Okay, so I thought they were just going to like rebrand it in the middle of the show or something, or do something where it's like you know they'll tear down the Impact and put up the TNA. It was TNA Impact when it was TNA anyways for a long, long, long time? But uh, they've got three great matches on the pre-show, so you can have a lot of fun with that. And if you can, I'm sure the pre-show will be free wherever that may be. Uh, I think that normally goes on YouTube as well. Okay, so they so. got Tommy Dreamer, Dreamer and Crazy Steve for the TNA Digital Media Championship, which this week, if you've been following any of their releases, they replaced all their championship belts this past week. And uh, include, they look pretty nice. Yeah, this one, that the, the digital media. As, as a belt enthusiast, they did a great job with, with the new lineup. Yeah. I only saw like one picture of Shelly's new belt, and it's, I don't know, they – I don't want to say it makes me nervous, but it's always weird to me when you get like those sharp edged uh, shaped yeah. plates on the belts these days for belt shots and stuff like, like that. Like that old but, Divas belt with the wings coming off the top of it. You yeah. know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I really didn't need them to like, you could have just retired the digital media title, but whatever. Oh, don't tell Tommy dreamer that that's his thing. Mm -hmm. You know? So know, well, know. he's wrestling crazy Steve for it. Then we got Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers versus Eric Young and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, on and to in a tag match, and that should be uh, uh, you know, that's old school TNA stuff as well. And Rich Swan <laughs> versus Steve Macklin, all on the pre show. So, uh, that, that, that's quite a for for TNA's roster, that is quite the loaded pre show. I see a lot of champions I mean, in there, former TNA champions, Rick oh, Swan, yeah. Eddie Edwards, Steve Macklin, Eric Young, you know, that, that all former champions there. Uh, so that's I think it's like maybe they're just trying to like you know, maybe. 
get the TNA fans to remember, you know, these are the guys who were original TNA guys. A lot of them were. Uh, not crazy Steve and Tommy Dreamer. Not Tommy Dreamer was, you know. I mean, he was there as it was transitioning, so... Um, but then on the show, we got PCO, uh, who just signed an extension with uh, uh, TNA versus Dirty Dango. So if you guys miss Dirty Dango, you can see Dirty Dango on this show. And uh, that's pretty cool. Tasha Steele is taking on Alicia Edwards, uh, Giselle Shaw versus – it's was this a six uh, – ultimate X match for women, which if you watched their show this past week, they were showing um, – they were showing uh, – former pay-per-view matches and that's what we got to see one was an women's ultimate acts which is really really cool this is gonna this is gonna you know this is gonna be an insane show Zaya Brookside Dana Luna it's gonna be and Jody Threat. there's six women you know it's gonna be insane uh ultimate x match you know we used to be skeptical about some of the crazy matches they used to have like the king of the hill match and you know uh some of those matches were king of the of, mountain that's what it was king of the mountain uh, king of the hill match would be interesting yeah yeah that boy <laughs> that boy's not right <laughs> that's my belt pocket, i don't know you <laughs> pocket sand pocket sand all right i want so. this to happen now <laughs> So uh, okay. yeah, yeah they used to they showed that one as they showed those ones as well. They were fun. They were fun matches, but uh, you know the Ultimate X was the one that really started it all. AJ Styles and you know Jerry Lynn with uh, you know made did had some incredible appearances. They have some incredible Ultimate X male, men matches as well as women. So we start off with a women's Ultimate X. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm saying we're I'm not saying we're starting off with it. That's the list I have, and the direct, you know, that's where uh, they show up as the second or third match on the show. So we got Josh Alexander taking on Alex Hammerstone, who was the MLW champion before leaving, and now challenged anybody. And Josh Alexander took that challenge on social media. And so Alex Hammerstone looks like He-Man, okay? I mean, he's like, that dude's got muscles sticking out of everywhere, you know? Uh, I don't really know much about him because I didn't really watch MLW, Robbie. What about Hammerstone? You know much about him? He's a beast. Um, It's definitely an intriguing matchup. I mean, he's a a powerhouse that can do a little of the other styles and stuff. Um, he's, He's the type of wrestler that... I think is really good. He's got the look. He's super popular with a lot of people. Not necessarily like my personal favorite, but I respect like what he brings to the table. So I think that's uh, that's definitely a very, very, maybe even the most intriguing matchup on this card. Yeah, and Josh, um, of course, Josh being a former champion as well, and uh, had to turn had to give it in one time because of an injury, and uh, I think he got it again after that. So. But Josh also was, ta- you know, had, was you know known as a tag guy, you know, years ago for years. It was a tag, you know, him and um, what's his name from AEW? Ethan Page. Yeah, Ethan Page. The they North were- or the Monster Mafia back in the way back in the day in ESW. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about something. You know, I'm going to go on a tangent just for one second. Remember when ES? Remember when Two uh, CW challenged uh, Upstate or uh, was it Upstate? And they had the. Uh, they had the, the invasion uh, angle. The invasion angle. Remember that? Yeah. I was just thinking that about that. 2008, too. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and that, they, was a, that was a while ago. Yeah. I they do, do remember that. They did a War Games, was it? They, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. At Manette Hall, I think. Uh, no, it was at the Main was Street it? Armory. I think it was, oh. I, I can't remember. I remember seeing them in a cage match at the Main Street Armory. So I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I was just thinking about that today because I was like, that was a lot of fun. And I remember when, you know, and it's like, uh, 2CW didn't work with a lot of other people. So I was always surprised by that, you know? 
Uh, there's probably got to be some great insight to that. Let me get Josh on sometime to talk about it. You know, <laughs> I know it ended. I don't know if he I know, wants to talk about that at this point, I, but yeah, I just uh, say I know it ended soon after. So <laughs> I know you know their 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 association after that. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I sorry, I was just Good old like, invasion angles. I was just thinking about that. It's like I remember that. That was crazy. So it's like, uh, so okay, so let me get back to the the, the card. Got uh, I uh, we already talked about Ultimate X. Okay, ABC Austin. Uh, 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 Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus the Rascals, Zach Wentz and Trey Miguel versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Mike Bailey and Trent Seven in a four-way for the TNA Tag Titles. Uh, Mike, you know Mike, that's a loaded match. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Mike Bailey being former X Division champion. Everyone here's had championships. I think Ace Austin should have been the heavyweight champion at one time in, in Impact or Impact Wrestling just because he was given. He was so prominently featured for a long time. Trey Miguel, of course, is in, incredible. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of great names in that. That would be a crazy uh, car, a uh, crazy uh, uh, match. And then we got Chris, the only one I can't take seriously in that match is Chris Bay until he finally watch a Brett watches a Brett the Hitman Hart match. Okay, which he says he's never seen one. So really? um, once that happens, then then I can appreciate him more. But And wasn't him and Austin like part of like the Bullet Club at one time? Are they still part of the Bullet Club? Yeah, is it like an offshoot or something? ABC, uh, almost Bullet Club? I don't know. <laughs> uh i'm not sure if they still are or not i can't remember i don't think they i don't think they technically were like kicked out or left but i don't know the, the bullet club's so tough to like will the the bang bang scissor gang count as a bullet club offshoot <laughs> I, if that happens maybe i mean uh i i don't mind i don't mind the idea that kind of looks like fun if that actually happens you know I mean, obviously, they're putting aside their hatred that they had a year ago for each other, you know. It's too bad that uh, the trios titles aren't on the line tonight instead of the ROH six-man titles on the show that is branded all AEW. But Oh, the battle of the belts, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about the lineups in a little bit. Uh, so then we got Chris Saban and Kushida versus El Hero del Vikingo or Vikingo. Is that how you say it? Vikingo? Vikingo. I know that he is, Vikingo is is now free, not under contract uh, with AAA anymore, I think. Something like that. I don't remember. I know that uh, I've read somebody. Or no, who's the guy with the bull mask who wears like the bull head on his uh Black, Black Taurus. Black Taurus. Black Taurus, yeah. yeah. He, he's, I know he's free now to sign wherever he wants. So there's. He put in a couple of bangers too under the AEW ROH umbrella. Um, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't think anything's changed with Vikingo. He's still the mega champ, but um, I think he's just like, he's not under an actual like true AEW deal. So he can kind of do this stuff as well and still does like regular like gcw appearances and other stuff too so um a great talent that i mean that match too is man there's so much potential with that triple threat match yeah and that's Even of course she didn't save yeah she yeah of course she you know it's uh back to the future uh coming out uh x division that's for the x division title we got trinity versus jordan grace for the knockouts championship and like you said, that new... Is this a title change? Uh, I think so. I think so. I, well, Trinity was supposedly not under contract of much longer and maybe going back to where her husband works. Where uh, there's a Royal Rumble in two weeks? Yeah, something like that. So it wouldn't surprise me. Um, 
It wouldn't surprise me at all. But, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, and then Alex Shelley versus Moose for the TNA championship. Something Moose said, I don't think has ever had, right? Moose never had the championship yet. He did. Oh, he did? Okay, I'm he, wrong. He cashed, or he, like, as soon as Josh Alexander won it, he then won it from Josh Alexander that same night. That That's right. That's right. That's October right. October of 2021. Cause yeah. it was a couple weeks after they both came in for those, uh, two CW reunion shows. That's right. I remember he cashed it in and got him at the very end of the show. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so, and that, like the actual title, not the, like whatever the other, <clears throat> he was holding, like he had the impact title then, but he had been holding like the TNA title when they weren't TNA and like the grand, I don't Yeah. Yeah, he had titles that were bigger than TNA, I think. You know, that's why I thought that, you know, like the, uh, the, the, uh, the, what was it again? Like the one that the, uh, yeah, what'd you call it again? The grand something? The grand championship or something? Yeah, yeah. That, that, I barely it, even remember. It what, was yeah. like, it was like a, a classic title for like the, the, you know, the older guys on, in the show on the TNA card. What I think the, it was. Didn't they have, they had like a legends title that's back in the day? That's what it was. That's what They've it, had some weird titles. See, that's what I thought it was, was the Too legends title. many titles title. in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the legends belt that he had, so, uh, you know. It's going to be an exciting show, though. I mean, a lot of, old, you know, very, you know, a lot of dedicated old school impact guys on this show. who have been Six w- of the ten matches on that card tonight are title matches. Gotta love it. A lot it. of titles. Gotta love it. It's, it's, like, it's like a Tony Khan show, you know, a big, a major Tony Khan show. You Unless know? it's a battle of the belts. Unless it's a battle of the belts, <laughs> then we're gonna put then we're gonna put the FTW belt on the line because I don't know what that means. So no, we'll we'll have one ROH <laughs> title match out of four, and then we'll have four title matches on the Collision or Rampage before. <laughs> Yes, I would. Speaking of, we might as well jump into what's what, you know uh, uh, some of the news that's going on. I can't uh, uh, some of the news coming up. Uh, I'll go and tell you what. If you're watching wrestling this week coming up, this is what you'll see. If you're watching Monday Night Raw, you're going to get Cody Rhodes opening up the show. R- Rollins is going to take on Jinder Mahal. By the way, I have not mentioned the Jinder yet. We're going to get to it in a second. The Jinder story, but uh, he's uh, Jinder uh, uh, for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Now a lot of people are excited for gender. I'm just saying, I don't think I, I mean, I can't imagine, uh, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Why would They're the rock excited for gender? <laughs> I, I'm, that's not a shot at gender, but it's, it's nothing more than tribalism and that the people are going to, which good. I mean, if it, if it gets him some attention, great. But. A lot of people, yeah, so we'll talk about Jinder in a little bit. So then we got uh, the return of the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. Obviously, Gunther's wife just had a baby. Gunther did post pictures of it, so Gunther's been out for a couple weeks. Of course, that won't be the excuse, I'm sure, because real life will not cross paths with Gunther's character. Uh, R-Truth and The Miz are taking on Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Is, is, is R-Truth still part of them, the Judgment Day? That video that <laughs> I, I'm assuming it was on – Raw. It was on Raw. Maybe it was the. It was on Raw where he's in North well, Carolina. And then yeah. yeah, where the when he said Tom and Nick Mysterio, <laughs> uh, that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard in wrestling. Like that, I I'm gonna watch the clip again today. Like yeah. that was so unexpected and amazing. Like I still haven't met Nick. Like oh my god. <laughs> 
so good. What a gem. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I love truth. He, you know, I love it. And, He's great. And, you know, eventually it'll end in a terrible fallout. But right now, it's I, you know, him just like uh, you know, photoshopping himself into the back of every picture that they put up, and like you know, he has a tape on the shirt with his name on the very bottom of the list. <laughs> Whatever that clip was, I don't know if that was a house show or a TV show. No, the that, other was, day that where, was like there was like the posing, and then like he gets up on the apron and poses in the background. It's like he's just yeah. so you can see him in the in the background of everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, he's he does that a lot. He'll be in the background when they're in the ring doing that. It's hilarious, and it's like I think that uh, you know who knows. I think it's hilarious. I think I love it how like uh, I mean obviously there's a tag match coming from that, but JD McDonough is just he's like he keeps telling him he's out. He goes, "You lost. You're out, man." It's like. <laughs> It's just so funny. It's what I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back and he can he's wrestling good. Uh, speaking of JD McDonough, DYI is taking on JD McDonough and uh, Dominic Mysterio or Nick Mysterio or whoever that may be uh, on Monday as well. If you're watching AEW, Collision, I would love to see our truth come out in a Rey Mysterio mask as Nick Mysterio and team with Dom. That's what I want now. <laughs> That would be hilarious. It'd be obvious, I think, but it would be hilarious. Oh, you know, you got to make it. A, it's a Mr. America thing. It's got to be like, super obvious. But yeah. yeah. So, okay. So then uh, if you're watching AEW Collision tonight, which is, is uh, I'm sure we all will if we're not watching TNA Hard, Hard to Kill. Uh, Dax New Hard, Japan. What? Or New Japan. And New Japan. <laughs> or or GCW. And the GCW. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few. You can watch all of them if you got more. NFL. You can do you know, picture in picture, and then you get a couple TVs doing that, and you probably can watch all of them at the same time. But um, I'm just yeah. going to skip all of it. I can't make a decision. I'll just watch Paddington 2 instead. Okay, there you go. we got Dax Hartwood and Cash Wheeler and Daniel Garcia, which now seems to be friends with these guys now. Daniel Garcia, he taught him how to dance. I love it. Uh, Dax Hartwood says he's going to kill anybody who posts this on YouTube when they get their after the after the last Saturday's collision where they where Daniel Garcia showed him how to dance and then they all did it and, and but before they did that he said he was going to kill anybody who posted it on YouTube and so there's like posts from every direct every angle of the of the of them dancing together I actually haven't seen that somehow oh that's hilarious it, it's good <laughs> I'm a guess I'm guessing it's better than when Tony Khan tried to do the dance but. yeah it is and I just love it he threatened everybody on the mic before they did it <laughs> he's like anybody, it was great well they're taking on the House of Black Malachi Black Brody King and Buddy Matthews, uh, Adam Copeland. That could be the match of the night in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Adam Copeland's taking another open challenge, so we don't know who will come out. I kind of like that. I dig it. Adam Copeland. By the way, Adam Copeland in the Brody Lee shirt, the the, the John Huber shirt this past week. Uh, yeah, incredible. You know, and I, I, we didn't even I didn't even mention that yet. But man, what a wonderful tribute to him on Wednesday by having those two. Four, you know, those two eight people tag matches going against each other, and all of them coming out in Brody Lee stuff, uh, including uh, and it was Anna Jay who had like the crop top version of it. Uh, that yeah, it's like the bedazzled Brody shirt. Yeah, yep. that was she's gorgeous, but that was awesome. You know, that was uh, uh, I, I the video that they had like interviewing her after the match was, uh, I if you see the video of her being interviewed after the match, like walking in the back and. Uh, like talking quickly about Brody and then like they ask her like do you think like he's proud of you or whatever and she just like like goes speechless for a second it's the most like genuine thing out there that like I don't I don't care like what you like in wrestling or whatever what you think of her like wrestling ability now compared to before compared to what it could be whatever like she's if you don't 
if you don't appreciate Anna J after that video, there's something wrong. No. Um, I highly suggest checking it out if if you haven't seen it on AEW social media yet. I, and I think also the 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 package they put together before they started the match with the you know the whole Brody that was just incredible. Yeah. Really, I and, I and also I mean following up that with uh, Dark Order being the main event of Rampage last night from Jacksonville with the surprise appearance and huge pop for Negative One, Negative One, who yeah. is now almost as tall as John Silver. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw, that the, was, I saw what they were trying geez. to talk. I saw the video where they tried to talk negative one into going heel, and they gave him a pipe, and uh, his mom came around the corner, asked him what he was doing. <laughs> that was great, by the way. Uh, uh, they're going, yeah, use a pipe. Yeah, you know. um, I thought that, but you know what a what a great tribute this week. I, I to be honest with you, I didn't, I don't follow. I do follow Tony Khan, but I don't always read everything because he. He posts some stuff every once in a while. It's crazy, but uh, he, him posting, you know, him apparently him teasing that there was going to be a you know Brody Lee themed, uh, you know, uh, those two matches, and then th- that wonderful tribute right before it. I just thought that was fantastic. I love it when people, you know, like like I said, it, it's something that like uh, Adam Copeland got to be involved, and in. he wasn't, you know, he he wasn't even wrestling when 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 John died, so it was like he never got to do anything to, to honor him. And I know that, that, that they were friends. So, and he came out with that shirt on and everything. They, I mean, yeah, they definitely were, they definitely were good friends. Um, especially, well, cause edge came back at the rumble in 2020. Yeah. Um, and I know that edge was one of the people that was talking with, uh, John quite a bit about his hockey commentary and stuff too, <laughs> with them being big hockey nuts sure. and, and all that stuff. And well, Toronto, um, yeah, Toronto and Maple Leaf fans, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seeing him come out in that shirt was really cool. Um, yeah, it's, a. Uh, there were a lot of really cool things. I, I, I think like, I mean, I, I really appreciated all the Brody stuff this week and I guess like, it's just been kind of crazy for me. Cause it's also like that, like this was like the week that he came in uh, Corpus. So like every single Snapchat memory and everything this week is sure. all the stuff from, from all of that. And then all the stuff that AW did in Jacksonville this week, all the tributes online too. Um, really cool to see all of that stuff. But I, I think just in general, like we talked last week about how like that first dynamite of the year coming off of world's end was kind of like a, an OG AEW feel to it. Um, and then they follow that up this week with what felt like a return to the Jacksonville days and stuff like at some point, like I, I assume like this coming week, it's not, it's going to go back to kind of normal, but I, that's two weeks in a row that I've really liked in AEW, like, yeah. uh, letting these people that have been there for so long shine, um, having some other people take a, a back seat, even if it's only for a week or two, um, just showcasing more of your roster. Like, I just feel like that. I mean, that's been missing for so long, not just during the Continental Classic weeks where we only saw 12 people, it felt like, for six weeks. Sure. Um, I I really liked what they did with with that stuff this week. And, and again, just hoping that the people who did pop back up on TV this week will not be forgotten about again. Did, did, we'll you, see. did you notice that Daly's place, it was kind of set up differently a little bit. They, you know, they... They uh they have that <clears throat> rail along the edge there that they used. That's where the ramp used to come to the ring, I think. And it was just a little bit of a d- different. They've done that with Daly's place, like since like after like the the residency, so to speak. Um, yeah, where they put the like the bleacher type seats on the stage, and then had that 
side entrance and the hard cam shooting across from like the daily's place. So I, I, that, I guess that's something else too, that like, um, that kind of look, not, not necessarily like the empty arena days where they were shooting with the stage and the entrance, like in the background, yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah. like that kind of look, like that's what I want to see more often. Like I, I just love watching the random episodes of any wrestling show where it's not in just your standard current corporate NHL NBA arena. Um, like it has that unique look to it. Like, I just think that's fun. And I wish I would really like to see AEW start to run more venues like that. Um, obviously like, you know, you can't necessarily fit as many people in there, but that's fine. Like they didn't sell out Daly's place this week. No. Um, so it was like perfect to run a place like that right now that when they came that first show they did on the road in Miami after like they got, when they went back on the road after yeah. the pandemic, whatever you want to call it like yeah. they did it in that whatever that like theater type almost looked like a gigantic lecture hall kind of thing it was just like that's cool like it just looks different like i, I want more of that well it's like the sting death drop that he did off that uh at the end of the show there uh where he did it all it was kind of like that ledge along the edge that used to be like down the side i think and now it was kind of isn't it just looked a little bit different in the where the way they were the, the ring was set up uh but, you know, they went into those tables. Well, the ring is in the same spot. Okay. But yeah, so, it's just, it used to be a straight-on entrance from that, the center of that stage. And yeah. now it's just the entrances in the corner. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's different now because they've got, like, they put in tons of video screens and stuff. I, uh, um, I could tell when so. Sammy Guevara was slapping hands with people where he had to run all the way over to the side to get some people because it wasn't, they weren't along the entrance way that, like, not that they ever have been. They used to have the elevated entrance, I think, going to the ring. So... Uh, I man, I I hate that he's back with Jericho right now. Um, I had a, I had a nice little chat with Sammy this week. We didn't talk at all about the <laughs> wrestling stuff though. Yeah. Um, but I just I really I hope they lose tonight. Did you um, you know? Give me get this. Am I wrong or not? But when they when they they had Jericho come out and not in a position in which he would get booed. What, for, because they kept the music playing. Yeah, so yeah. They kept yeah. his music playing. I noticed that. Yeah, totally intentional. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. It's like they have he's out at the very last second, and he and it's not allowing the people to boo him, or you know. Even so, if that weren't the case, I still liked it because we didn't have to just wait for eighty seconds or however long like that that part of the song is that they always play yeah. where it's just like get this over with already like <laughs> yeah. stuff was happening during it i was fine with that like that i would love to see stuff like that happen more frequently if we have to listen to that song for until the end of time yeah but i, I was i was thinking of that it's like oh they, they've planned it out perfectly they got the music playing they're not giving the crowd a chance to like you know boo or chant anything at them or anything and they went right to a commercial right after it so and then they but when you came back everything was cleared so so I, thought, I just don't. I when you have that big of a roster, and all this, like I, I, I know they were kind of in the middle of like, oh well, him and Omega, we're gonna get a title shot and stuff. When Omega was ruled out, that was a perfect opportunity to give Chris a vacation. Yes, um, yes, got, he's got his. There's no reason with that roster and with his tag team having to dissolve temporarily or whatever. All this stuff. There's. There's no reason for him to be on TV right now. You could give him at least a few weeks off. Uh, I just think that's that's a really bad decision for him to be on TV as much as he has been in these recent weeks. I don't know if anything's going to actually happen from 
like this whole 2019 story actually coming out again and all the attention it's gotten and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like I, I'm at this point, I'm starting to think that maybe it's something that's just going to kind of gradually fade away. Um, but there's just no reason for him to be on TV right now. No, I agree. And I think, you know, his cruise is coming up in a couple of weeks, you know, just keep him off while his cruise is going on and bring him back. Maybe someone else can knock him out besides MVP or something, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> I just don't, I mean, you, I don't want to see another like Sammy and Jericho turn on each other type of thing. I just like say what you want about Sammy. Um, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about him. If anybody I've ever known in wrestling business, he's one of the best human beings out there, period. Um, the fact that he's had to deal so many times with being put in these situations where, like, yes, like, he benefited a lot from coming in, like, Dynamite number one, joining Chris Jericho, all that kind of stuff. Like, uh -huh. that stuff is huge. Um, but now the amount of times he's had to try to, like, get back on the fans' good side or whatever for various reasons and, like... Yeah. Now he's got to be back with Jericho again. Andrade is gone all now, of this, you know? Like, <laughs> talk about, like, having, like, your hands tied and, like, but, like, come on. Like, just hopefully Jericho goes and does his cruise and Sammy can get a singles match and we can just forget that they were put back together for a little bit. There we go. There we go. Sure, let's do that. I was going to say Andrade's gone now. He doesn't have to worry about fighting anybody. And, uh, uh, <laughs> which is something that you might remember. He got suspended for that as well. But, um let me jump into the rest of what's going on at Collision tonight because we had Hangman Page is coming to Norfolk. That's where they're going to be. Uh, Bishop Khan, Tal Leona, and uh, Brian Cage versus Lance Archer, the righteous Vincent and Dutch for the Ring of Honor six-man titles, which we mentioned earlier on the it show. It doesn't need to be on Collision. We do have AEW. Nothing against those guys at all. There's some people in that match I really, really like, but yeah. how many AEW titles do you have? <laughs> True. I don't like saying. Well, they, yeah, speaking of, we've got the Battle of the Belts. 11 coming on right after that tonight. If you're nine. nine, I'm sorry, not VI nine. Well, I be one before 10. I, I, I got <laughs> a I mean, Roman numerals, numerals without telling me. How did I, how, how did I get it backwards? I got XI. Okay. Never I, mind. If anybody should get Roman numerals, right. It's wrestling fans. Thanks yeah. to WrestleMania, right. WrestleMania, yeah, which yeah. I wish they would go back to, as opposed to WrestleMania star, WrestleMania play button, WrestleMania star again, right. WrestleMania 2000. I remember that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, Ricky Starks, Bill, big bill versus uh, there we go. Meant aforementioned Chris Jericho and Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara and somebody else in, yep. a, in a street fight. Uh, Julia, uh, yeah, why is it a street fight? Yeah. Come on. Julia yeah. Julia Hart versus Anna Jay for the TBS championship. And Orange Cassidy versus Preston Vance, who I guess is a good guy again now. I guess, you know, he may have dabbled with the bad side, but now he was, like, tagged with the good guys on Wednesday. Uh, Preston I don't Vance. know if that establishes, like, all of LFI then or not heels. They're just, I don't know. We're in a different era of wrestling where it's not so clear-cut. You can kind of cheer who you want to and stuff. But, um in a way, I'm happy for Vance and Anna to get these opportunities, and at least they set them up with like the wins on Wednesday. But I would feel better about it if they had been more prominently established before a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we did get a mention Claudio and Hangman, where it was a great match on Monday or for Wednesday from George. Yeah, yeah, there was there was some good wrestling on TV. Don't get me wrong, we don't talk a lot about the wrestling. We talk about their storylines, but I thought that there were some great match. Yeah, that that last match at the end was Sting and uh, wrestling on free TV there uh, at the end of the three on three. I thought that was a a, a great match as well. Uh, I mean, it was fun. I mean, okay, it wasn't great, but it, once it got out of the ring, it gets a little crazy. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, George, you were correct. That what Claudio, that was a great match. I, seeing Claudio put over Hangman, even, and Claudio got all his stuff in, too. It was a, I thought it was a, a pretty good match for a Wednesday night, and we're probably going to get a good one this week as well because we have a world title match on January 17th edition of AEW Dynamite. Samoa Joe will defend the gold against FTW champion Hook. Maybe they'll call him out to the ring with a hook signal. Uh, uh, takes place in North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Carolina. This will be the king of the television's first defense of the world title since he won it from MJF at World's End at the end of last year. I don't know what else is going on on Wednesday, but that's a pretty big match anyways to to mention. Uh, it's exciting, uh, and uh, it's nice to see Joe come out. I hope Joe wrestles every single one of those guys that came out and confronted him on Dynamite because, I mean, I would I, – yeah, I – you got to get different because he's a big guy and Adam Page, more mobile, bigger guy, big guy, you know. So, I mean, it, it definitely puts some different clashing styles together. But, you know, uh, hard hitting without a doubt. Joe is very, you know, stiff, looks stiff out there a lot of times in his matches and stuff. What do you think about uh, that coming up? I mean, uh, I don't think we're going to get a hook title change, but uh, maybe wow. we can get rid of the FTW title while we're at it, you know. Well, again, that's the biggest complaint I have of AEW stuff is the going into matches knowing who's going to win you know joe's beating hook you know that orange cassidy is beating preston vance you know that anna jay is beating uh or i'm sorry losing to julia hart yeah um like all these things and tag titles aren't changing like i just wish there were more matches where you didn't know what was going to happen but um again Joe and Hook, I think it'll be a fun match to watch. Yeah, I think so too. What about you, Danny? You looking forward to that? I mean, uh, no, I definitely am. Get that. Um, do we do we want to talk? I'm I'm I think I'm looking more forward to that than I am uh, 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 Ginger's match coming up. <laughs> I would. Yeah, there you go. I think they're gonna pull something, and Ginger's gonna win that title. I I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's just I think there's like you know and and. Well, might as well get to it while we're talking about it. Jinder Mahal trended online after uh, AEW president Tony Khan criticized WWE for booking the modern-day Maharaja in a feud against the world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins, despite Mahal not winning a match in almost a year. Khan compared the booking to something he booked with the FTW champion Hook in AEW, which prompted Mahal to respond to Khan and write, Who the F is Hook? This led to the likes of Eric Bischoff and several AEW stars weighing in with Mahal trending for most of the day. So, uh, and they even mentioned on their their TV show, uh, their, ta- their their whatever that talk show they have is on Saturday morning uh, or uh, or whenever they run it. I don't know the after Raw show or whatever. But uh, I, I thought that was great that uh, and, and I, apparently uh, that 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 text came down or that tweet came down because WWE doesn't let, they're not really big into people responding to other companies about anything, but that popped every, all the boys apparently in the locker room uh, with who the F is hook. And he didn't say who the F he said the real world, the real word. So uh, I don't think, you know, I think the tweet was uh, TF. But, oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> these are the type of things that I tend to disagree with a lot of people on, but um, I think all sides are in the wrong on this. Um, and I, a lot of it just goes into like this whole tribalism that's out there right now with these companies and stuff. Um, Tony didn't need to tweet that. Uh, was he, was his opinion wrong? Not necessarily. Um, did he, should he have tweeted it? No. Uh, should he tweet most of the things that he tweets? No. No. Um, should Daniel Bryan needs to get match? on top no. of finding him? Yeah, yeah. Or Brian Daniels title match? No. <laughs> should Jinder be saying Taz's son? Uh, it, oh, sorry. Wow. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's a first. Um, oh, well, that's what yeah. I said. I'll believe that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, I don't think there's a. It doesn't like. Maybe if he, if Hook was just some random kid in wrestling, like, okay. But, like, Hook didn't say anything. It was Tony Khan that said something. And Hook is the son of a guy who had a very big role for a very long time in the company that you work for, Jinder. Um, so I understand, though, it's the same type of thing where, like, you say things and they get attention and it works. And, like, sometimes that's the type of stuff where, like, I don't know, hey, you almost could it almost could be revealed that like all of these guys were in on this whole thing just to spark attention, uh, that any publicity is good publicity or something. Tony but, Khan's a big gender fan. He made him trend. Yeah, he did. He did make him trend. He did. He did uh, not hinder gender. <laughs> not entirely. No, don't, um, don't hit him, hinder him. Yeah. But I, I just don't, I, I don't like any side of that, to be honest. I just, yeah. It's interesting because you really never get comments back and forth between these companies. And that's, I mean, you do, uh, honestly, Tony does comment way too much on WWE stuff, but WWE doesn't say anything about AEW. That's the, I think probably their rules, you know, you know, when you, when you're with them, don't (laughs) talk about the competition, you know, because they don't think there's competition. So, but when you mention it, then it does bring it up and there is competition. and, And again, like Tony had a point, but at the same time, like when you are a former world champion that brings a good amount of like okay they deserve this because they've held a belt before or the belt or one of the belts that has evolved into that belt or however the lineage actually works with the WWE title histories um at this point but um i don't know i like to me like the gender match doesn't make sense the hook match could be non-title for all I care. Uh, I don't know. A lot of this is just weird. Yeah. So, and and it's interesting that, uh, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Jinder is being a former champ, you know, and they, you know, I think, uh, and it was kind of a, a, a swerve move to bring him out when the rock came out a couple weeks ago, sort of, you know, that they, they were like, Hey, let's pull one over on him for about five minutes. And then, you know, then the rock of course came out and, uh, you know, but it's trying to get gender back. They, they, I know Triple H likes gender, and I know he's been trying to get him back into, you know, he was managing those two guys for a while, and he was, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, I just thought it was interesting. And the thing is, is wasn't WWE trying to sign Hook at one time too, I believe? So, I mean, I know that they, they made an effort to try to sign him, and he decides to go with his dad at AEW. even And he was, he was on AEW, I think, when he wasn't even signed. I think he was, you know, there's a couple times – before they actually officially signed him. But I mean, WWE was definitely interested in him. I know that. So, uh, 
We'll see. He'll he'll work there someday, and then he'll, then he'll. Yeah, know. I think he will be there someday. Yeah, so. and then you'll know who the F hook is, okay, buddy? All right, so yeah, yes. <laughs> um, WWE issued a press release on Tuesday to announce that Lee Fitting is the head of media and production for WWE, which. Um, you might remember the other guy quit or like left a couple weeks ago, and this is a guy taking over for him. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. This guy's coming from ESPN. He was the head of media. He's going to be the head of media and production. He worked for ESPN Monday Night Football, College Game Day. We'll see if it changes any much other things. And he has quite, you know, he's uh, did a lot of stuff with Disney as well. So. Um, you, if you were watching NXT this past week, you saw Obafemi uh, cash in the NXT men's breakout tournament contract, guaranteeing him a title opportunity and pinning Dragon Lee for the NXT North American Championship after Lexus King wrestled uh, at, uh, after a match after Dragon Lee wrestled, beat Lexus King. Uh, he came out and it was weird because it was like the last, you know, you know how they do a little run over with NXT. It was like in the run over and it was like a minute after the match ended. I said, oh, this is OK. They're going to get a quick out and everything. No, no. They held off to this guy, ran down to the ring, cashed it in and boom. Now we have a new North American uh, champion, Obafemi from uh, NXT. You'll learn more about him. He did win that tournament. Uh, the uh, It was a tournament. With, uh, for the breakout stars, and he won that tournament to get at this opportunity. So I thought that was interesting. I did mention earlier. I've never heard of this person before. Okay, well, he's a big dude. You'll watch, good for them. Yeah, watch it. He's a huge dude. He probably got a lot of potential. Um, so would you say, like, uh, who TF is Obafemi? Yeah, yeah. Ginger, why don't you <laughs> yes. post that, buddy? Uh, WWE, <laughs> I mentioned last night WWE had, a, WWE had an NXT live event at Dade City, Florida, and during it, Cora Jade had to have her main event match stopped due to an injury. Jade was challenging Lyra Valkyria for the women's title. She suffered a knee injury, causing the match to be stopped. I wonder if that was at the same time as SmackDown was stopping the match. I don't know, but it happened at the same night for both for both uh, brands there. Uh, she did get help to the back. We're not sure exactly. We'll find out more, I guess, when we find out more what happened. But, it, you know, it didn't look good. And there's enough to stop the match, that's for sure. Um, this past week on SmackDown, we got uh, the new faction names for a couple group. And now Bobby Lashley, Montez Ford, and Angela Dawkins are known as the Pride. And uh, that all happened at the same time as the author of Pains uh, and Paul Ellering came out. And with Carrie and Cross, they're called the Final Testament. So that uh, Carrie, you know, uh, Paul Ellering came out while the Pride was in the ring, and he pointed up to the screen, and then we saw Karrion Cross and Scarlett uh, announce their new name for their group. Authors of Pain and Karrion Cross and Scarlett are the final testament with Paul Ellering. So we got some names defined. Isn't that what Test called his fan? Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> final testament. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> the, the testicles. <laughs> yeah. So that was a Mick Foley thing, yeah. maybe that he called the testes. I think yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so we got new names. Uh, uh, the life story of Jesse Ventura is being released uh, as a new documentary. It happened on Thursday uh, on a PBS station, which we'll probably see everywhere sometime soon. It's called Jesse Ventura Shocks the World, and it's uh, actually it's coming up January sixteenth. It's going to be on uh, PBS in the Twin Cities. I'm a lot of times when they debut those, those become those go on every. So it'll be on your PBS station here in rochester it's wxxi which is uh, 11 on cable if you have if spectrum i don't know where else you can find it so i want that so badly to be narrated by uh carrie and cross and will sasso 
<laughs> doing their impressions. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Why don't you tell me? McMahon, McMahon. <laughs> I don't bleed. Okay. Uh, uh, some other news. Kevin Owens uh, may have won the WWE United States Championship Contender Tournament, but the title shot isn't exactly guaranteed because he, Kevin Owens, you may know, has had a cast on his hand. And uh, he was informed by uh, Paul last night uh, in a in a uh, promo that uh, the prize fighter Logan Paul said uh, that the match will not happen if he has the cast on. So this is supposed to take place at the Royal Rumble. So. Oh. Which is a week. Listen, what's today? It's two weeks from today. So uh, that's that's just a. He said that if he has the cast on, there will be no title match. So we'll see what happens with that. I know that uh, he because Paul, Logan Paul also had a black eye when he was doing that. He was doing the promo for that. So um, a really cool thing for AEW this week. Warner Brothers Discovery uh, issued a press release on, on Friday to tout the success of AEW, and I can go through and talk about everything, but they. They claim that AEW touches four million people a week. That they uh, that they uh, have a lot of touching. Yeah, four. They said that they draw four million views a week. So that that's pretty impressive. Uh, and uh, they're very happy with those numbers. And they, I mean, obviously there's some negotiations going between these guys for uh, a new contract that would be after next after this year. We'll see what happens. But they they talked about every. Every aspect of uh, TNA, or, I mean AEW, what they what they put on, you know, Rampage, and you know how things, you know, on each show, it's really a really cool press release. But it's nice to see the people that you're working with come out and like tout you heavily like that. It means that, that maybe they're coming close to a contract. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I mean, you know, there, it's too. There's you can't dis disregard four million people when it comes to like resigning and stuff like that. So, and uh, and you know, they're only going to get bigger numbers, you know, as they get the longer they are, because you know they'll they'll grow, and they've grown a lot. They said since they've signed them. So um, WWE is uh, going to be doing their AE A and E uh, Arts and Entertainment programming again this year, starting February twenty fifth. Rivals will be uh, at nine o'clock with legends at or eight o'clock with legends at nine o'clock, and some of the rivals that they're going to have on this season are going to be Jake the Snake Roberts versus Macho Man Savage, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, Cena versus Orton, Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian, as well as a Miz versus Daniel Bryan. That ought to be interesting. That they're going to be highlighting a guy who's on another show. Uh, a couple guys are on another show, but that's that's their rival show. It like ends up being like a roundtable, I think, with people talking about it, and then they show highlights and stuff. And then they'll be doing the new season of Legends, uh, which uh, you know they do like an hour uh, biography of somebody. We got Randy Orton, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Scott Hall as Razor Ramon, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, British Bulldog, and Roman Reigns to say. A few. Uh, they also are working right now on a Bray Wyatt special. They haven't specifically said what, what or where it's going to be, but they have been working on the Eaters of the World, uh, a project about him. You know, uh, and it could be for this uh, Legends show. I'm not sure exactly. It might be something independent altogether. Um, but they're were you know honoring you know the passing of Bray Wyatt last year and everything. So, kudos to them. They got a lot of programming going on. AEW superstar Swerve Strickland's been cast in a new horror slasher film, Stiletto, 
from director Samuel uh, Gonzalez Jr. Uh, he's going to be the plot. The plot of Stiletto is a year after a grisly murder of a local exotic dancer, the victim's sister searches for the serial killer responsible as he stalks and kills his favorite dancers on the night of the anniversary. Okay. Uh, sounds like a fun movie. It's, uh, you know, it's, we'll get to swerve, uh, get his acting chops wet, as they say, you know, besides doing wrestling stuff. I think that's all the news that I have. Uh, uh, and that, uh, there was an awful lot this week. So, and there's going to be an awful lot next week as we get closer and closer to the Royal rumble. Is there anything else I missed, Rob, anything going on DC that, uh, we should, we should cover. Uh, we are celebrating uh, it is four years of AEW on TV now. I think that was the four-year anniversary, which was – was it? No. No. No, no. What? That was – they started in October of 2019 That's with the right. TV. That's right, October. Um, New Japan tonight has Osprey versus Okada. There's also Moxley and Takagi. Julia's got a match. That guy Matt Riddle has a match. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, of that's right. It's Matt, Matt Riddle's match. You know, the, he said the RKO bro is not going to be there as the bro. You know, he's going to be there as Matt Riddle. So, I, I don't. Um, I don't know what that means, but yeah. So there's that. Um, and then uh, ESW's on Friday, um, so that's only six days away at this point, which is scary. Um, Niagara Falls Friday nights. Seven o'clock bell time. Uh, if you can't be there, or depending on what the weather is like, uh, we will have the call live on IWTV, seven o'clock Eastern Friday night, including Two Cold Scorpio. There we go, Two Cold Scorpio. Awesome, awesome guy to see. The guy can do it. He's been able to do it his whole career, and he can still do it. So, man, go maybe check the that. most underrated professional wrestler of all time. And maybe the weather will be fine by then. Cause I mean, you know, I would hope so. yeah, it's a week from now. So, or, you know, almost, you know, six days yeah. from now. Uh, yeah. So that's got an exciting week, you know, guys, enjoy your wrestling, enjoy your football. I can't think of anything. Go Bills. Go Bills. And, uh, you know, you can check out all our old shows on the painclinic.net as well as uh, iTunes. If you subscribe, you can always message us, be our friend on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. It's pain clinic uh, underscore pro wrestling. I can't remember what it is to be honest with you. Probably should put the link up sometime. Uh, um, and uh, thank you so much for being here this week. We appreciate all of you guys state of emergency tomorrow. Uh, George Rogers, George Rogers is saying, uh, so who, I, you know, this game may get moved. I mean, it, I think that they would probably announce it before the first game today. And the first game today is what four thirty. So I think we've got some time, but, uh, the, yeah, you know, be careful if you are going to the bills game once again, happy birthday, super beast. And, and uh, was it Rob Steiner? Is that what, uh, Zekio, Zeke went as, uh, when he, when he was the referee, he was the ref Mark Steiner, Mark Steiner. That's it. Pardon yes. me, Mark Steiner. Uh, happy birthday to you as well. I know that both yeah. you and super beast had it on the same day. So I was going to, you know, might as well bring it up, but, uh, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, DC. Thank you, Rob. And, uh, thank you guys watching and everyone in the chat room. We'll be back next week. Same bet time, same bet channel. Oh.